is Haley Crusher Kane and Danielle Murr Crusher Bagnall. And this is our first test pilot of the new and improved, maybe, Sparkle and Destroy podcast. Perhaps, perhaps. I think it's improved because it's existing and it would not be existing without having a friend join me. And I can't think of a better friend to, I don't know, balance out my chaos than you. I mean, I was actually kind of surprised when you came to me with the idea, because I'm like, you know that I am that person that doesn't talk. But <laughs> but you, to you are. I'll talk to you. You are an anal librarian. That's true. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That sounds... <laughs> Sure, sure. It is true. Like organization and themes and... I inter- love a theme. Um, one thing I love about my friend Danielle, I'm just going to get into this, is that she is really gets really into things and is a super fan of things and people. And that is a wonderful thing to have on a podcast because then perhaps, you know, your insane laser focus interest <laughs> can reel in the cool things and then I can just casually talk about it because that's what I do. So you, I, you have a lot of skills that you're just not even mentioning. And I need like somebody to push me to do that. And you're very good at that. You're Aww. good at coming up with ideas and saying, hey, let's do this thing. Like, <laughs> Otherwise, I just won't do anything. I, yeah, I'm good at throwing five things that kind of work together and then it kind of becomes a thing. Like right now, well, actually, I should say we are in a pretty cool studio. Indeed we are. We did make that happen. So the goal was to do the inaugural... Inaug- the Trumpism, inaugural, um, lift off, blast off, test pilot, mm-hmm. 2.0 episode at the Madonna Inn Old Mill Room, which we're in right now. It's a fantastic room, really. The ambiance is incredible. Danielle, why don't you tell about some of the features? So we are currently inside the closet that is shaped like an outhouse. It's pink. <laughs> Uh, of course, in true Madonna Inn style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, of course, the beautiful mill that splashes water all around. Don't worry. It's okay that it's right next to the electrical outlet. Nothing's going to happen. It's fine. Uh, wonderful, delightful murals of pastoral <laughs> scenes. That's right. Just the best. Yeah. it And it smells a little bit like Pikes the Caribbean or It's a Small World. Which is actually one of my top five cents of all time i'd say yes (laughs) gross that should be a candle um so for anyone who doesn't know or i have to reintroduce um danielle and i are somewhat neighbors we live you know off the same street in san luis obispo california and we live very near the madonna inn so it's a place that we feel we can run off to and you know have our little weird haven together so that's why Madonna Inn. Um, it's a vacation right down the street. It's true. And this actually segues really nicely into like what I wanted to talk about today, which was basically just introduce y'all to Danielle. I know you've probably heard about her on her episode. I don't know what number that was. Um, she had an episode here earlier on. Time has no meaning. So that's what I actually want to talk about, which is we had a really hard time during COVID. Everybody had a hard time, but... Um, Danielle and I were able to hang out a lot during 2020 and just be in the neighborhood together doing very wholesome things like having a German Christmas with (laughs) With a raclette yeah with a raclette grill which of course um, her amazing husband Shane uh, really pulled out all the stops and brought all the meats and the cheeses and all the things and Danielle had the vegan cheeses and um, just little things like that like one big thing that's really bolstered my spirits through this whole insane journey 
is co- Shane's Cocktails. Oh, yeah. I'm spoiled. <laughs> it's dangerous. I have the mixologist, like, king in my house all the time. <laughs> so we should mention, if you hear the clinking of glass and, 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 and ice, so... We actually have a bartender for this show. So Sparkle and Destroy is still going to be like what you know it to be, except there's going to be two hosts and maybe a little bit more structure. Make that a lot more structure because we have Danielle. Lots of features too. (laughs) Lots of features, lots of, um, what are they called? Like little segments Segments. and things. And also this cocktail fabulous segment. Um, We're going to have a cocktail each episode. Right? Yes, we are. Shane, you better do it because yes. we're telling people we're doing it and I don't want to do it without it now. He definitely will okay. do it. He wants to do it for sure. Yes. So tell people. Okay, so we want you guys to know every episode like what drink we're drinking and we're going to post it somewhere, somewhere. for you. <laughs> <laughs> With photographs and recipes and all of that. Yes. Um, so this is the test pilot. It is originally or was originally from Dawn the Beachcomber in Hollywood in the 1940s. And the ingredients, should I do the whole recipe? Yeah. Like, like the, the, what exactly, how much of everything or just. Probably say, not. Yeah, that's, that, that I love how boring. thorough you are though. I mean, I just want to double check. So <laughs> it has, um, pebble ice, absinthe, agostura bitters, lime juice, falernum, my favorite, uh, Cointreau, a light Cuban style rum and a dark Cuban style rum with a cherry garnish, but the fancy cherries, yes. the, the fancy dark uh, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, the fancy cherries. Not the bright red ones. The bougie ones. Yeah. They're bu- the, the really the ones fancy, op- fancy syrupy ones. The ones Oprah probably has in her fridge, and she just, like, takes them at will and just has handfuls and of them. And then she gives them away to people in the audience. Does she still oh, have deep, a show? I don't even deep, know. Deep reference. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> you get a cherry. You get a cherry. They're really expensive. I've, I've seen no, them at the true. store. Like, they have the really big ones for over $100. It but is, this is a small It is small the kind amount. of thing that would be in Oprah's, like, things I love. Oh, for sure. Right. It's the luxury. Because it's very bougie. Oh, it's Luxardo. They're luxury oh, cherry yeah, 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 cherries. Yeah. Oh. Um, what was that ingredient in the cocktail you said you liked a lot? I'd never heard it. Were you Falernum? speaking tongues? Oh. So, it's, like, a bunch of spices. I'm not super knowledgeable about it. If Shane were here, he'd be able to tell you exactly what's in it. But it's... Um, very spice heavy not yeah. spicy spicy but like spiced i'm getting that christmasy i'm getting of. it yeah it's delicious yeah that's my favorite kind of like tiki cocktail is a spiced yeah. something or other yeah it's already it's it's coming it's going to my head Woo, um, it's a double he said it's a double <laughs> Which means it's probably more than a double. It's Shane Poor. <laughs> and that's why this will be a shorter episode. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I would just, naps. oh gosh, it's just good to have somebody uh, here. It, this kind of brings up why I've been absent from the podcast. And it's just, I, I'm actually, I have a bunch of journals on my lap and I was looking through them before Danielle got here. And it's so funny how my goals from the end of 2019 versus beginning of 2020 to mid 2020 to 2021 have literally gone from like tour Japan and be an amazing rock star and do all of these things to literally I have on here organized my computer files. <laughs> that sounds like something <laughs> I would have done um, before in the before times. It's horrifying. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, I mean, well, or no. not have actually done it, but have written it down. Written it down. Do. I still, I mean, I could have done it Manifested a million times it. and I didn't. Well, I guess I, the cool thing about COVID is that you do have an excuse a lot of times. Yes. Because I had a lot of big goals and I still do, but I feel like through the process, I mean, I wrote a little thing 
I, I was, you know, do you guys ever read or do you ever, you guys, um, Danielle, I'm not used to having a partner. Do you ever read like your old journals or notes to yourself and you're kind of like devastated by how sad they are or like Sometimes. how poignant? I mean, honestly, I, I used to keep journals in like college when I first started college and that's the only time I really did it. And so then I was ruthless and I like took out the cool like collagey things that I made and, yeah. I, and I threw away all my journals. They don't have them it anymore. It sounds like you. But I, I do want to get into like the bullet That's journaling. And this like, is what, what I do. Yeah. Because I feel like my brain is all over the place and I feel like that would be helpful. Yeah. I'd like to look back. I mean, I threw them out when I was probably just like getting rid of a bunch of stuff and like. Well, bullet journaling is a different kind of journaling for sure. It's for adults because a lot of it's to-do lists. And we should definitely do an episode about bullet journaling because this show is just going to transition a hard transition to (laughs) mid-30s candles, bullet journaling, mini pumpkins, vintage millennials, mini pumpkins. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. I have an unpopular opinion, though. I'm not a pumpkin spice person, like, at all. I like chai. It's similar, right? Don't hate me, everyone. <laughs> I'm a matcha person, but I, I don't know. I, I don't dislike it. I just don't think I get the hype. The pumpkin industrial complex is very strong. Like, I went to... It's getting a little out of out of control. There's, like, pumpkins, diapers, and tampons. I want to say it was Sprouts, possibly, like, last week. I'm sorry to, like, na- like call you out, Sprouts. But I, I had to... Like, I was leaving, and I wanted to talk to somebody that worked there and be like are you just always nauseous because this is the most strong pumpkin like spice (laughs) smell i've ever smelled in my lifetime it was very intense and what did they say i didn't ask anybody i just wanted to i I thought that might come off as weird no i mean the other day reed and i cornered somebody in a dark parking lot it was a guy (laughs) that was doing the 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 parking like the parking lot um the the shopping carts carts. yeah and we were like hey is it a dick move when people don't return their carts and he didn't want to answer he didn't want to answer and he was like all weirded out like are these people gonna like hurt me like what's going on and i'm like no i just it's fine just you can speak freely among friends here and he's like yeah it's kind of lame people should return their shopping carts yeah but I, I think they like being treated like like people, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, who doesn't? Well, but, I well, like Wyatt. Wyatt did that job for a really long time, but he also this is Danielle's yeah, stepson. My stepson. He he um, worked at a grocery store for I feel like a year and a half possibly, and he he did do the cart thing, but he also did like a bunch of other stuff. So I think you talked about it. Yes. on Crusher Talk. Yes, we did. Like, yes, that is not. I don't think, as far as I know, that's not anybody's only job. I right. think they have other stuff to do. Right. Yes, we are cross referencing uh, my Substack, which is just literally a weekly ramble that is somewhat interesting it. depending like on the day. Um, which you can find on Substack, but okay. So I wanted to read just the first sentence, couple sentences that I, because I was looking back, because I was thinking, oh, we could reminisce about what's happened in the past two years. And, <laughs> is it reminiscing when it's just sad? Oh God, it was like so depressing. <laughs> reminiscing is more like, oh, this cool stuff that yeah. happened. Oh Jesus Christ! And it like literally, this was January thirteenth, twenty twenty one. Oh my gosh, I can already see it. <laughs> Right. Oh, yikes. Um, not 2020, 2021. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but but let me just say, I started 2020 with releasing an album, Vintage Millennial, and having our release show, and the entire entry is about how Reed... <laughs> Reed's bass came undone and like got unplugged several times during the set my husband's bass and I was mad about it and mad about the sound 
<laughs> so that was like, even though it was a wonderful show. So this is me being a bratty asshole with not a care in the world early, like in little did you know, little did I know. And by the end of January 2021, I'm I literally wrote <laughs> this year broke our country. It also oh. smashed my ego and sense of self into tinier and tinier pieces. My brain scattered too, like a pile of leaves in the wind. The slow, monotonous burn of apathy, tragedy, sudden outrage, and total inward reflection without the usual distractions was enough to take down the most steely of us. Like, first of all, doesn't this already sound like an eighth grade like poem? It's so bad. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It's just it's cause you, that's sad. Cause, okay, so Danielle works with children. Feel a lot of feelings. Oh, this is why you're my friend. I like, know. I need a... I feel like every... like I need a librarian to hug me right now. Who is not feeling some kind of way about the past year and a half? I mean... <sighs> there's plenty of stuff so, to be thankful for, but it's also really hard. I could go on and on, but this is obviously... I don't want to share too much, but, but it's just funny. Like, I was looking back thinking I was going to find some sense of levity or, like, even the accomplishments. Like, doing a podcast every month was not on the table. Like, a lot of things fell by the wayside, and I know that happened for you, too. Oh, yeah. I I, uh, did my first, like, drawing. Like, I drew for the first time maybe, like, two weeks ago. I don't think I really drew anything all the whole pandemic. Like, I mean, we're still in pandemic, but, like, during, like, quarantine and everything, I don't think I drew anything until, like, last week or week before last, I drew this thing for work because I needed to. Well, I I wanted to because I made this thing for um, some of my kids to um, watch. I've been making videos. I only make videos pretty much for work now, but um, and occasionally help the crushers. But they're really but, fun. Like she's like the coolest librarian you've ever seen in your life. But I use my cats in the videos, so I wanted <laughs> to make a little booklet, like worksheet for them to be able to fill out and take home as a reminder of how to take care of your books and, you know, don't eat and drink while you have your books and all that kind of stuff. So I actually drew, like, a little zine, like the eight-page, or the, yeah, the eight-page one that you fold yeah, out of one so sheet. so cute. Because um, I didn't want to waste paper, of course. And it's just, um, we take care of our books with Library <laughs> Lily and Mochi Mischief. And so it's, each page is a different way to oh take care gosh. of your books. And it goes along with the video that I made, actually, like, two years ago, I made the video. So you guys can't see this, but it's, it's like the size of a little zine you would have in the palm of your hand. It's so cute. And it has the step cats on it. So I think we talked about the step Yes, on the other episodes. Step that I cats was on. are Lily and Mochi. These are Danielle's cats. You'll be hearing a lot about Lily and oh, Mochi. Oh yes, so much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's so. The can first I ask time. you though, like, what, like, what made you? Okay, first of all, do you, so. This is a hard question because it's hard to like analyze when you're in like a traumatic place and you don't realize it. But for me, all of the trauma of 2020 manifested in just, like, a sludging through of life and feeling like everything was hard. And therefore, the things that gave me joy and were fun even, like podcasting, writing songs, like, just being a cool person and doing cool shit. Everything seemed so hard. I still feel like it feels hard. Like, I still am in it. I'm still in it. I pretty much drew that because I really felt like I needed to do something for work for the kids that they would enjoy and so that was a motivator I mean I drew it all in like an hour and a half or something because I actually like had the idea it pretty much that day even matter so how I was quick really is, I was know? really happy that I'd done it because I hadn't done anything really like 
that kind of art for a really long time. Yeah. So that was cool, but it was for work. So but I, still, it's but just, I just yeah. finally painted something for the first time in forever today, and it was for the. I think we talked about this too last time. Um, for Drawloween, Mab Graves, the artist Mab Graves, every October she does a a drawing prompt or an art prompt challenge thing, um, on Instagram, and so I did today's prompt. Uh, what day is it? Did I you post it? I didn't post it. I kind of. I, I wanted to do the everyday prompts. She also had another list that was like a weekly one or even like um, every other day, I think. But um, I just wanted to do the first one. So it's like, what is it? Like the fifth? It's the sixth. So I just did October 1st challenge That's today. That's fucking awesome. I was like, I'll just do it for me. And if maybe if I like it, I'll post it. I'm not really this posting is, on Instagram right now. Yeah. But, um, that's a whole other segue. But, but I just wanted to like do something. But it's like a new beginning. Like we're all just coming out of our shells and like finally finding the stuff that we like for, for me, like I used to work out. I was running all the time and I stopped through COVID. Like, just like you said, like I just didn't do it. And yeah. it was like, why am I not doing this? I actually feel good when I'm actually exercising. And I started doing it maybe like three or four months ago I didn't really feel I had the capacity even to plan make it happen and just get through that day and do all the things I needed to do but like now that I'm doing it it feels like oh this is part of like my who I am and I I feel like a part of myself that was kind of like dormant is coming back and so I'm sure with the painting it's like this is the little tiny cracks in the ice you know and you're gonna just And I know a lot of people feel that way. I mean, Reed feels that way. My husband feels that way with a lot of creative projects, his own painting projects. He, he had, it's funny. We had like so much time to do these things. Yeah. And yet the one thing people keep forgetting to say is like, okay, we had a lot of time and we're making a lot of sourdough or whatever the hell was going on. I was doing yoga. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Like whatever the hell we're doing. But you don't really have the mental space because you're actually going through a slow motion traumatic experience. And a historic event. Yes! That's like once in a 100 years type of thing. Full fucking stop. So if you have gone through this, we are here for you to say it is okay because we, it seems like, you know, something you could get over after a year or two or 18 months. But no, we're all still reeling from it. Yeah, it's a trauma. It's. It's horrifying. Yeah. It's it's something different for yeah. sure. Um this might not be the right time to go through my journals, but I I did write down some observations early in COVID and they were very creepy. Like looking back, it was like a hopscotch with no children. Oh. A man at Food for Less wearing a gas mask. It's like a, <laughs> um, it's like um, one of those movies, like a zombie movie or in a po- yeah. post-apocalyptic movie. I think that's why I wrote the stuff out because I knew that it was going to become normal and I felt like I had to say something before it became normal. Because mm-hmm. once it becomes normal, then we're just like oh this is our life now yeah and isn't it kind of how the life is now oh yeah I don't even think about putting on a mask anymore I just like pop it on and I'm like oh it's kind of like when you're driving home and you're like how did I get home it's like oh I went outside like I was outside I was going inside so I popped it on fucking horrifying horrifying but wear your masks friends (laughs) for now at least wear your masks until take your medicine don't, don't give be a, a, don't be a jerk about it. Don't give us any guff about all that shit. Um so what what are we doing with this podcast? You might wonder. Have you gotten this far into the podcast? Congratulations. <laughs> and thank you. I'm halfway through the, my drink and I feel like that is Ooh, you're ahead of me. Not great that's because that's not normal. I, Usually I'd be done like that's before true. you. 
That's because I talk more than you. I'm just afraid of making a bunch of noise with uh, this. That's okay. I, I'm not. I'm not used to having we're, to quietly drink or snack. We're boozy bitches. We don't, we can slosh around, but I think the plan is, and I will refrain rephrase that. The plan is yes that we are going to have a lot of really fun conversations. We're going to talk a lot about like in the in the past. There's been a lot of stuff about music artists. Uh, basically art people doing art people doing cool stuff people being noisy and weird and doing interesting things with their lives Mm -hmm. but with danielle's perspective and her like i said laser focused attention to detail (laughs) she loves dinosaurs you have a lot of attention no because if if we both like something you like it 150 percent more and then i feel like a poser i'm like I like everything about this thing or person, and you're like, oh, but have you seen this? I have, and this it's like mental... you've unearthed like some deep cut <laughs> that I've never seen before in my life, like Gwen Stefani, for instance. Oh, yeah. which I know well, is problematic. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> not, anymore. <laughs> not for a long time. I mean, yes, at the time, right? No, I have like a mental catalog of things that I go- have gotten really into since like childhood, and the like my phases that I got really into, and I still like most of those things except for Gwen Stefani. <laughs> I just can't go there with her if no. i start to like dinosaurs tomorrow Jeez. i'll be a poser like she can't i can't just like no, but i wouldn't think that you just think i think that or I, you don't think i think that you just think that about yourself Ge- i don't ever think you're a poser. generally what people's greatest skills and personality traits that people love about them is also the thing that makes them a little crazy and that's for you and me that's too me. <laughs> that's what makes me <laughs> it's for oh, both of us special it's, it's like fine. shane and his incredible encyclopedic uh, drink knowledge it's and, amazing and we love it but also he can be a little he can be a little intense like, with he's it he's like that about a lot of things too maybe and that's, that's all right read with, read, read with his comic books totally um my issue is not being anal enough and then getting myself into trouble when i'm like oh yeah like i'm halfway through this project or thing i'm trying to do but i literally like for instance final cut pro doing music videos during covid had no idea what I was doing. Still kind of don't know what I'm doing. I think it looks like you know what you're doing. It's working out. Yay. But it doesn't mean I didn't make some mistakes along the way. Well, so that's, that's how I am with like Photoshop. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. I just have muscle memory now yeah. that I've like built up since I was in like high school that I I probably couldn't do anything but what I already know how to do. Yeah. And now like I'm, I'm at that level now stuff. with Final Cut Pro where I'm like, oh, I or even GarageBand or recording like... I get my dad my dad says it's a curse of confidence he's like I have it too he's like I'm more confident than I should be which is helpful because it gets you to the point you need to be at but then someone else is going to know more than you but you're more confident so you're going to do it (laughs) (laughs) so that's what gets me in trouble sometimes guys it's not I'm not like pitting one against the other but I just I feel more I feel secure knowing that I have a co-host that actually does know what the fuck is going on and actually And I don't feel like I do. So. You do. <laughs> Even before we started this she's like aren't are you going to get the pizza out? I'm like, "Oh, the pizza." Like, I forgot about the pizza. <laughs> what pizza? We're not eating pizza. I mean, I smell the pizza and also I love snacks, so that's No, but why it's I good. Like it, like I'm my husband, Dr. Reed Kane calls it the Haley bomb. I just I I'm she, he's always finding glasses and very breakable things. They're like a little kid. Teetering What's that on, movie. Teetering that on the edge of a, of a signs. <laughs> that M Night Shyamalan movie oh. where the little girl leaves uh, Abigail Breslin. I think she leaves like water glasses all over the place. But then yeah, at the end, at the end, it turns out that that was a good thing that she did that because spoiler alert: if you haven't seen that movie, <laughs> I mean, who cares? But basically, the um, aliens are allergic to water, so. 
Joaquin Phoenix. How dare like, you? No, I'm kidding. I don't care. No, it's fine. Joaquin I've also Phoenix seen no hits, movies. Hits a bunch of glasses of water that she left around, and then she, then they die. This is what I'm saying. I don't know. Nobody cares. Everybody, about that. but it is the thing that endears you. That is the thing that makes you crazy, and it's the it's it's, it's what it is, and that's what I love about people with strong personalities. So we're gonna have a lot of strong personality personalities on the show. Um, if anyone doesn't know, Danielle was is forever shall always be our mer crusher she's a the, the mermaid of the crusher verse she has shown up to many a gig in a well a couple gigs in a mermaid tale mm-hmm. um it's have, hard to move around so not all the time but on she's occasion. made it happen it's pretty amazing and then also um we'll have a lot of like musicians and also other kind of unique artists it's funny, I wanted to mention for just random purposes, one funny thing I thought was kind of cute about you and your husband was that you had f- forts that oh, you yeah. made in your living room. And I know you sort of borrowed it from a person online who you, you follow who could be a fun interview. And I just yes. thought that was so cool that we would go into their house and it's like there's like lights and lanterns and little, I mean, you can explain it better, sheets I- and... That I miss that. I kind of want to do it again. That was probably my favorite thing that happened yeah. over over the intense quarantine times. Um, my friend Stephanie uh, Twinkie Chan, she's a crochet artist. Um, she does a lot of like food and animals and cute, like super super cute stuff. She has a couple of books that she's done of um, crocheting patterns and stuff. I can't crochet, but I like buy her stuff because. But it's still, cute. it's so cute. Um, but I would she, just, yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even know this person. Yes, like she, the fact that you know a crochet she artist. She doesn't it just, know it, but she's gonna be on the show. It just hopefully. warms. I asked her. It but, just warms my heart that you're like, oh, you know, a crochet artist. I'm like, she's the what? best. No, That's she's amazing. the best. And um. So she and her friend um, and roommate, Amanda, uh, started this thing on Instagram during the really intense quarantine times uh, called Fortnite Friday or Friday Fortnite. I can't remember which one it was. And so they would um, they would make a fort and then they would do Instagram live and invite others to build forts and they would talk with them. Like, I don't know what you call that, but so they would cool. they would yeah. have them on the Instagram lives like they'd have them guest. And so they'd have uh, theme nights, and they would dress up. They did this one space one where Amanda did a space walk. She dressed up as an astronaut. They both dressed up as astronauts. They had a whole setup where they looked like they were inside of a spaceship. <laughs> they were, like, super, super crafty and really talented. And then she went out and did a space walk, like, using their um, car, like, the... Ba- they went out the back like hatch and it, and she collected I think she collected like moon rocks or something like that. We are in our thirties, and that is cool as fuck. But they also that one was really cool. Like there was an under the sea one. We did like a tiki themed one, but um the space one was really cool because they actually pre planned to have guests on there and asked them to come up with their own planet, like the planet that they lived on. They See, gave a whole questionnaire, like, what do you eat on your planet? Like, what do you do on your planet? Mm-hmm. And so Shane and I were uh, Caternia, so we had, like, cat... We're dressed up as cats, but we also <laughs> had looked like alien cats. I, I didn't even know you did was, the dress-up I'll part. have to show you the picture. It looked pretty cool. But I makeup and I think everything. the cool point of this is, like, this is the stuff you remember from being 12 years old, right? Yes. This made, like... This World made building. This made so much better. World building. It was something to look forward yeah. to. Every Friday, I knew I was going to have a fort. He made... Shane made this, like, actually built, literally built with wood, like, beams 
a fort structure in a live in our living room and it was up for months it was up. i did I can, take it down. i can confirm that we had friends from out of town come and then went over for dinner and it was still up and it was still awesome it was epic we fit our couch in there we, we watched some our, chris isaac uh, or, yeah on dvd <laughs> the chris isaac show nobody's heard of that but again it's pretty great danielle with the deep cuts there's a mermaid in deep it. well cu- a diving lady I think your new name's gonna be Deep Cut Danielle because you really are. You're like with the obscure references. Well, that was a shame thing, though. I didn't know that that was a thing. Anywho, the point being, like, I mean, what is the point? But the point is that would be an amazing interview and 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 also. <laughs> and I just feel like that is the kind of thing that you know you do when you're like a little kid, and it's super cool to have those sort of like world building activities and like. The Crusherverse is a world, and it's about world building, and in a way, and so Being creative, and yeah. And I think that we could all use a little bit of that. It's like very healing and just very calming to have like yes. an alternate route or an off ramp off of adulthood. Like I want to. I'm not gonna say like I hate adulting because that's too millennial. I'm not gonna go there. And there are cool things about adulting. Oh. I mean, I'm getting a night guard, so. Well, I mean, maybe not fucking that. Shoot me. But- <laughs> I don't know. You can like build your garden and you know what's cool. Your house okay, you know what's cool about being paint an adult. Your walls, if you want to, I don't know. Not birthing children out of my, my agreed, body. agreed. That's what's cool about that being is an adult cool. is being like I have my sovereignty and I'm an adult and I'm not gonna like change any diapers. Yeah, that's pretty rad. I've never changed a diaper in my whole life. <sighs> Me neither. <laughs> And that's a promise. We've just bonded. But you can not- take all the way to the bank, <laughs> as Nicole Georges would say. Yep. Um, so yeah. So oh, I sh- we should mention. Um, you were talking about Caternia and space, and I yes. forgot we didn't actually say that our amazing drinks. Oh yeah. That are it's called the what? What? What do we call it? The bla- I want to call it the blast off or the something. Test the pilot. test pilot. Testing, testing, co-pilot, okay. co-pilot. The test pilot has these amazing swizzle sticks that are little spacemen, almost like yeah. moon men. Like, they're like, little astronauts. They're little astronauts. And they're from Bar Kindred, which is a fantastic place in San Diego that we love. It's all vegan menu um, and super, super delicious. Yes. Uh, fantastic cocktails i can confirm it is amazing but they're also apparently opening very soon a tropical themed tiki location also in san diego um that's like space tiki oh my god i can't wait i cannot wait so until the next tiki drinks come around the bend the next uh swizzle sticks and themes and obsessive deep dives into awesome themes I was like, themes. Give me all the themes. <laughs> I'm like, I feel confined by themes, but I'll be... You, ad- can, you can go outside of the themes. It's just a jump I'll be adjacent point. and I'm... Theme adjacent. I love to have people in my life that are into themes and structure because then I can like ride that wave. Yeah. But I don't really don't, have to organize it or no, pick it. No, I'm all about it. Yeah. So, so this is a good partnership. So I'm not trying to sell it to you because I don't really care what you think. <laughs> We're the ones with the sweet Madonna in. That's true. So we're living high on the just hog with her. Just watching the uh, windmill just go round and round with and round. With those Oprah fucking cherries. But stay away from the light socket. Yeah. I mean, there is a way out, at least, if we need one. So, yeah. Light socket. That's a terrible way to commit suicide. <laughs> don't do that. Okay, don't do don't, that. Don't I'm do sorry. That. Just I, enjoy the beautiful sounds of a I got dark. lovely, kitschy windmill. Or wait, it's not a windmill. It's a mill. It's a mill. 
but there's no wind it's water i'm going to write a, a very mill. sad depressing gothy um journal entry about all of this later so i look forward to hearing about it <sighs> yeah well bad oh, chance really? don't be sad <laughs> Well, we won't be sad now that we have an actual date on the calendar for podcasts, which I guess we're being, I'm forcing myself into a corner to say what that is, which at the moment, I believe was a once a month commitment. Yeah, I think we're starting with once a month, but who knows where it'll go? I don't, know. I don't know. All right. Yeah, exactly. I, I have more time probably to do these kinds of things than you do. <laughs> so I won't put that on you. No, we'll, we'll, um, we'll be back in your, in your feed soon. So um, until then, it's really nice to be back. It's... It feels very emotional. I'm going to write about it later. The drinks are catching up with me. Uh-oh. I'm getting. I'm Uh-oh. getting. <laughs> I still okay. have over half of mine left. <laughs> I think in um, celebration, I'm going to make myself a fort tonight, and I'm just gonna like, <gasps> Yay, yeah, that. yeah. That's what's gonna happen. You gotta watch something like nostalgic. I just watched. Um, not to labor the end of this but we just started hocus pocus because it is october so see you are a basic bitch we got no you just I mean, don't like pumpkin spice that's I'm basic not as fuck that i'm not basic i just don't like pumpkin spice i'm not like saying that people that like pumpkin spice are bad i just i just don't get it don't at her i just like i just she like, doesn't I have like hocus pocus i mean it came out when i was eight years old so all i gotta say is to like. sarah jessica partner partner <laughs> partner sarah jessica partner as a hot the hot lady i'm into it because it was not cool how maligned she was after being successful and very sexy on sex in the city so yeah she's a sex symbol first wives club look it up you don't own me look it up but the the true star of that movie is doug jones and i'm just gonna say that real quick he's amazing he's plays billy the zombie guy and he is the best and i love him i don't even care i don't care if that makes any sense to anybody, but look up Doug Jones because he's the best. Danielle with the deep cut. I love him. All right, guys. We're going to um, sink into our pillows here in the closet. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Sparkle and Destroy podcast is produced by Haley Crusher Kane and Danielle the Mer Crusher Bagnall, edited by myself, Haley, and brought to you with help from Step Cats Productions. Filmed in front of a live audience. Stalk us on Instagram. You can follow me, Haley, at Haley and the Crushers. You can find Danielle at Ahoy Miss and follow the Stepcats at Stepcats Official on Instagram. If you want to reach the podcast, we are at sparkleanddestroypod at gmail.com. And until next time, sparkle and destroy.